again, everyone. This is Dola with Love in Your Life. Welcome. Uh, this is kind of a part two to uh, career and job negotiating because I get so many questions about this. I have a funny feeling that it has to do with um, the preparation portion of it. Um, I think a lot of us don't necessarily put a lot of time into uh or if we do put a lot of time into um, the analysis part where we are gathering information about our respective uh, careers and the jobs that we're in and what our geography demands in terms of that kind of position with how many years experience and so forth. Um, Maybe we do put the time in, but we're still a little reticent about uh, approaching our um, employer uh, because we feel... yeah, this, there may be a gender gap here too because I don't think men necessarily feel um, concerned about asking for more money or a higher title or a bigger office. Um, but a lot of times women that come to me are very concerned about the way in which they um, more accurately or more appropriately need to approach their employer. And so with them specifically, you know, having been a woman all of my career, um, I, I kind of relate But I also have learned and I try to impart what I've learned to them so that they can get their, um, you know, their confidence up and running before they speak to their uh, their respective employer about a salary increase. Oftentimes a a, an employer will, uh, you know, will be willing to evaluate you and provide you with accurate feedback but um, sometimes their uh, you know their pocketbooks are a little tighter and you need to you know maybe they're limited by budget restrictions if it's in a high you know if it's in a large corporate situation but sometimes if it's a smaller organization it's just you know basically what they can get away with I hate to say it that way but Often that may be what you're dealing with when you are approaching an employer about a salary increase. And if, in fact, you have been hired at a lower level than you ought to have been hired, which often happens, uh, then you're in a a position, uh, in a way, it's a good and bad thing, okay? So you're in a, in my mind, you're in a good position to... um, to negotiate because you were uh, undercompensated to begin with, and now you have theoretically, hypothetically, have proven yourself over time, and you feel um, you know more confident about your ability to negotiate a, a higher salary based on that, based on your performance directly. Um, but if you were hired appropriately, and there are you know there is a range, and the range is there's a limit. Um, then you need to look at where you are within that range and then be able to speak to that. Um, you may not be able to go to the highest level of the of the of the range. Um, you know, and if you are at the highest level and you feel like, well, there's no place up, there's no place I can go here, you need to ask yourself, is is that okay? Um, you know, if it's not okay, then what else do you, do you can you look forward to either inside the corporation or outside? So I wanted to address that first, um, you know, that as the backdrop of your whole negotiation 
questions, um, but also, you know, to, to do your homework on the outside. What are people earning in your capacity with the number of years experience you have? Um, did you do some networking about that, you know, and how people are performing and how, um, how you compare to those people who are performing in a similar career or profession as you? Um, you need to always be aware of your worth um, because, you know, the at the end of the day, you're your best, you know, you're, you're your own best, um, uh, you, you, you are your own um, negotiator and, and protector um, of your career and your career path and your options, you know, what you are um, willing to settle for and what you're not willing to settle for and why. Know all of that stuff. This is kind of like your homework before you sit down with an employer, either in an, in an initial negotiations, if you're being offered a position, or in that interim position where you're being uh, reviewed, performance reviewed. Now, this specifically relates to the performance review portion of it. You need to really get uh, control of what you um, what you are worth. You know what you are um, able to demand outside of your uh, or command outside of your uh, particular organization in your particular field. It's really um, important for you to know that. Um, you know, and know your strengths, have a real, you know, conversation with yourself, even if you have to do it in the mirror, you know, with confidence to express how strong you are. That's what women have a problem with. Women are more, um, you know, they're, they're, they're a little less assertive when it comes to touting their own capabilities and their own performance, uh, you know, uh, their actual performance with com- you know, and how it compares to what the expectations of the position were. So if you've, you know, uh, you performed above and beyond expectation, that is, you know, that real really will fortify your, um, you know, presentation to your employer about what you uh, would like to see as a compensation package. And again, speaking about the package versus the actual salary, you need to know the package because that's what you're comparing it to. That's comparing apples to apples. That's That would, you know, get closer to your ability to look at what is relevant for you. So, so let's talk about how you set those goals because it all comes from how you're setting goals on your own, right? Um, you know, are your goals very specific about what you want to do, where you want to go? Are they measurable? Do you have a way of measuring how well um, this position stacks up to what your uh, what your your it's kind of like your roadmap to success, right? Your roadmap uh, for you to exceed or to uh, succeed in a particular field. So, you know, are they measurable? Do you know exactly, you know, are they objective enough so that you can measure your um, success? Are your goals attainable? At the end of the day, you know, if you want to go from point A to point C, you know, are is that a real is that a, an attainable goal for you given your background your degrees your whatever okay your lack of degree um and you know that's another subject and i'd like to speak about that uh for a second but um 
Are they realistic and relevant to the marketplace? And are they timely? Are your are your you know goals your your smart goals are they timely? Are do they do they are they relevant in this moment in time, or are they something for a later date? And just let me say something about the lack of degree. I need to speak to that because so many people think because I don't have a degree, I am not able to garner the kind of wage or salary that uh, my colleague can because they have two degrees, not one. They actually have a master's degree. No, that is not necessarily true, and here's why. Because depending upon, you know, you can have a person with a master's degree, and you can have yourself with a lack of that bachelor's degree, but you have experience, and your performance has far exceeded the uh, expectations of the position that you've been given. So in a sense, you know, it, 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 it sort of, relegates the idea of having a degree or not having a degree, you know, sort of null and void if, in fact, you are already performing and have proven that performance over time so that your employer can't really use that as a benchmark with which to evaluate your performance because if they were to let you go and replace you with that, you know, master's degree person, would that person, how long would it take them to be as effective as you are in that position to catch up to you and will they ever because maybe your particular personality and how you are strong and how you are unique what you uniquely bring to the table so to speak maybe that's different than that individual would be they know what they have in you they don't know what they have with a perspective um, individual you know change um, personal change so um, you need to Develop an action plan for yourself. Um, know what your smart goals are. You know what what be as specific and measurable and attainable and realistic and timely as you possibly can when you state your goals. And know what those goals are to the extent that you can articulate them to your employer. They'll be impressed. Believe me. Anyone that can do that with a prospective employer or your current employer will impress upon that employer that you've, you know, you've done your homework. And that is always impressive, you know, to know where you stand and what you can, um, what you can uh, garner outside of this uh, organization. You know, if they don't know it, educate them, right? Uh, It's kind of, um, it's kind of incumbent upon you as your individual um, uh, vanguard of your career to know those things so that you can educate and and, uh, communicate with your uh, employer. It's not that they don't want to give it to you. They may be limited by budget concerns or something, but there's always a way to retain good talent and there's always a willingness on the part of the employer, believe me, to retain someone who has demonstrated over time and, 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 and time and time again that they are effective and actually a valuable member of their team to succeed in the way that they want to succeed, you know. So don't underestimate um, your, uh, your leverage in that regard and really be, you know, be prepared because that preparation, honestly, uh, putting the time in up front is very, very, um, 
very, very critical. Uh, you know, be prepared, um, be polite, be patient. You know, the five P's for successful negotiations. Prepared, pol- uh, polite, patient, persistent, and very professional. And, and as long as you stay with those and know your strengths and how you're, how you're unique and how you're valued um, by that particular company, it really will, um, it behooves you to know all of that so you can articulate that. And it will make you feel more confident automatically going into the conversation with your employer. So, um, so you know, 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 know all that and be armed with that kind of valuable information so that you can uh, be your best, um, you know, uh, your be your best self with respect to communicating your worth and your value to the company um you know if you if you can't get to the dollar amount maybe there's something they can do in the overall comp package like give you more vacation that might be you know valuable to you to have more free time um or you know more uh, whatever it is they have to offer maybe they have a stock package maybe that you can invest in maybe there's a 401k you know that you can um that that you can take advantage of of um you know so that that could be part of the package um you just kind of have to keep uh keep underscoring the fact that you can get what you want you know your goals are attainable they are achievable and they are communicable (laughs) communicable um as long as you uh understand them yourself so that you don't get stuck not knowing the answer to a perspective question for example you know so that you're not kind of stymied by oh my gosh I didn't expect that question so I didn't have an answer think of all the questions that might come up or or be armed with so much information that you'll certainly it'll be in the repertoire of your you know of your understanding of what's going to happen and you'll be able to come up with a a a pretty viable uh, response to a question. So I think I've, you know, I've, I've, I've been trying to uh, address this situation with term in terms of negotiating uh, for a better package, being your own um, career vanguard um, in terms of communicating your value, understanding your strengths and how you're unique and what you bring to the table in a very unique way. Um, and not to be concerned about not having a degree or you know more degrees than somebody else. Just knowing your worth. Don't worry about somebody else. That's not your concern. Your concern is what you bring to them. So I wish you well, always as always, in your professional and personal life. Always live with love in that regard. Thanks a lot for listening again. And until next time, guys. 